Hey guys, this is James. And Greg. We're the co-hosts of the Sports Dance Podcast, a weekly podcast recapping all the news, sports, daily fantasy, and anything else you can want to know in the sports world. If you like blazing hot sports takes, you like a little bit of humor, maybe a little bit of murder. No, just kidding. All sports. But follow us, uh, Greg. On Twitter at SportsStands underscore. You can follow James at SportsStandsJ. Follow us on Vine, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah, we got it all. At the SportsStands. And, you know, just check us out. You're going to love what we bring to the table every single week. Hot takes, nothing less. The Sports Dance. Guys, welcome to the Sports Dance Podcast with Greg and James. I'm the second part, and with me, as always, he scored four points in his podcast debut last night. It's Greg Cowan, everybody. What's happening, baby? Oh, uh, man, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, nobody's ever done that before, and it's exciting. It's a good time to be it's alive. First. That's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people know the podcast point system. Very complicated. It is. Uh, tough to follow, but you, you eked it out there. Four points in your podcast debut. I'm really excited for you. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for a while, and yet somehow it's we just made our debut technically. It's weird. It's, I don't know how that worked, but it's happened. It's kind of like how uh, you know Blake Griffin was a rookie the year after he got drafted because of an injury. Uh, I, th- I think it has something to do with that. But anyways, yeah. um, we have a lot to talk about today. Man. We do. Uh, a lot of sports going on. Uh, mostly football stuffs. But uh, we're going to sneak in a little bit of, uh, of uh, MOB playoffs in there, a little bit of college football, uh, wet our beak a little bit. Uh, before we talk about all that stuff, Greg, before we get into uh, juries in, juries out, NFL picks, and the NL, uh, ALDS and NLDS, uh, how are you, man? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you people at home probably can't hear, but I got lawnmowers outside my window right now, so it's kind of distracting. I'm not going to lie. My lawn doesn't need to be cut. It's dead as dead. My landlord's like, hey, I'm going to cut it anyway. So, you know, that's great at 7-something in the morning. But besides that... What's the deal with this, Greg? Why didn't you keep up with your lawn? Because I'm not in charge of it. I wish I was because... No, that's, that's passing the blame. No, I, I don't like that at all. No, I really wish I could take care of our lawn because it drives me nuts how terrible it looks all the time. But yeah, I don't I, I don't get rent off or anything if I do take care of it, so why waste my money? You see, though, this is a classic, like, you know, oh, I really wish that I could do the dishes, but... You know, no, like, this that's is, completely different. This is I do do the playing, dishes. Right? I, I don't like this at all. Uh, I think that you just need to take care of your lawn, son. Um, just get out there and do it. You know, don't wait for this landlord to do. You know, have someone mow it like the middle of October. Like, what are we doing here? You know, I'm sorry. I've I've had a lot on my mind. I went mattress shopping this week and got a new mattress. Okay. Because you know, that's something adults do. Did you guys lie on every single one? Yeah. Test them out. Do you know, it actually hurts your back and like body to lay on that many different mattresses in a day. I'm sure it does. Yeah, I I've never actually been mattress shopping. I just order from IKEA. So just come to me whenever. Yeah, it's no, it's ridiculous. You like go in, they're like, oh, what are you looking for? Uh, do you want soft? Do you want hard? Do you want pillow top? And I'm like, I I I don't know. They're like, all right, lay on every single bed. Tell me what you think. And then you do, and then you find ones that you like, and then they're like, no, you got to go to your competitors to see if they have a better price and a similar bed. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. Also, the, the, the mattress salesperson uh, is, is plummixing to me, because I, I, don't like, I'm a, I'm a, I don't really like it when there's a salesperson at, at something that I can very clearly just get myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for example, cologne. 
like there's always the salesperson at Cologne. You don't need anybody for Cologne. <laughs> exactly, and they're asking me about it, and, and they, you know they want me to you know tell them a little bit about like what I do and all this kind of stuff, and you know oh here's this, try this. I'm just like I they know it smells good. Yeah. Just let me go ahead and pick which one I want. I know I don't want to smell like coconut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like same thing with mattresses. Like I'll know what's comfortable. You know I don't need you to sit there and stare at me while I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to sleep for the next what ten years. Yeah. No, the guy that we did end up getting it from uh, was really cool. He actually played minor league hockey. Oh, they're always really cool, Greg. That's the thing. You fell, you fell right into their trap. No, most of them were pretty old, lame guys. This guy was, like, talking to us, and he was asking me something. I was saying something about sports. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I played a minor league hockey for, like, nine years, so my back's totally messed up. So I, that's the only reason I came into this business, because I need to find a really good one. Gotcha. Related, uh, our guest picks this week are Greg's mattress salesman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. Looking forward to it, buddy. You're going to do great. Firm up on those picks. Exactly. Um, okay. What about um, you, James, though? How have you been? Uh, not, you know, not great, Greg. Uh, I'm sorry great. to hear that. Uh, you know, uh, I got the sniffles. Uh, sniffles are the serious worst. Case, serious, serious case of the sniffles. That's a medical diagnosis. So, uh, you know, don't, don't question me on that. Um, as long so, as you so, don't do that weird breathing thing that Trump does, we're good. Uh, I, I don't want to do anything that Trump does. But based on uh, you know based on my my current condition, I think that we can comfortably uh, feel good about bringing back James's excuse of the week. So James's excuse of the week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have the sniffles, uh, and it's uh, you know more or less sunrise where we are right now. Yeah. So <laughs> um, there's a reason we're not in person right now. If I'm a total uh, you know total basket case throughout this podcast, that's the reason why. Uh, so judge accordingly. Yeah, okay. I have to. I mean, there's a reason we're not in person. I don't want to get sick. I have plans this weekend. I don't want to, you know, have the sniffles myself. Yeah, there it is. All right, cool. Uh, Greg, week five, NFL in the books. Um, we're going to break out uh, an old favorite. Uh, Jerry's in, Jerry's out. Uh, that's a good one. So we had a bunch of games last week. Uh, did you have the ones we picked? Do you have that in front of you? Uh, yes, I do. We picked... As you hear pages flipping, because I actually have a notebook. Yeah, wow, very analog. Sorry, I have it all <laughs> together with uh, interview stuff I've been doing lately for job hunting, because that's fun. Uh, gotcha. We both went past last week, uh, picked I want Minnesota, you want Houston. Yeah. Uh, we both went Denver, that did not go well for us. Uh, I went Cincy, you went Dallas, and then we both, we both went Green Bay. So we actually both ended up going 3-2. and two. That brings our records. James, you're not going to like yours, but you've improved, actually. I'm 17-9 and nine on the year, so pretty solid. Yeah. Year 10 and 16. You know, um, every single, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an idiom here, and I can't really figure it out. I'm going to come back. Yeah, it's all right. And then our no, guest worries. picks, that'll be coming up in just a bit, are 10 and 5 so far this year. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into juries in, juries out, anything specific that you want to highlight from last week, Greg? Uh, any game that stuck out to you in your mind? Uh, I didn't get to watch much because I was mattress shopping. I saw the patch game, obviously, because I think half the world saw that game. Um, but the thing that made me sad was being an Eagles fan and not being able to watch my team in person. I got to see them take the lead, and then all of a sudden they had the ball with like a minute and a half left, and things were looking good. And then next thing I knew, Detroit had the ball because of a dumb fumble, 
And then Carson Wentz had to go throw his first interception to try to be a hero at the end. Yeah, it really, it really felt like the universe kind of corrected itself last week because uh, the Eagles lost and a, and a dumb give-away-the-game kind of play. Um, and then the Patriots came back and destroyed their opponent uh, mercilessly. Yeah. I, I kind of felt like all was right with the world. So uh, I really enjoyed last week. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Also, um, Cowboys going to have themselves a big old question once Tony Romo uh, comes back from injury because uh, Dak attack, baby. Dude, yeah, the he, Dak Prescott bandwagon is a rolling. He looked good. <laughs> James is the conductor, and uh, this is this is exciting right now. Four and one Cowboys. I love this. I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of it actually. <laughs> um, well, okay. Let's let's get let's get into everything actually. So uh, we'll do Jerry's in, Jerry's out this week. Just for a reminder. Uh, to you folks, we make a lot of preseason predictions. We make a lot of declarations during the, se- uh, the season. Jury's in means something that we can pretty definitively say is true. The jury's in, um, and the jury's out. Stuff that we still need to see a little bit more from. So, Greg, is there a team, a player, a coach, um, a unit, uh, anything in football that you can definitively say the jury's in on? Yeah, and I'm going to give this one an early season kind of like shut down completely just because by the end of the season we know it's all going to be true based on what we saw actually on Sunday in the Pats-Browns game. Jury's in. No quarterback that was on the active roster to start the season for the Browns will finish it on the active roster. They will all end up being injured, and a whole new three guys will be on their team as quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I think that's already the case, right? I mean, <laughs> RG3 is injured reserve. Um, What's what his face? Uh, who's the other guy? Goddamn, exactly. Uh, McCown? Was it McCown? Oh, McCown, yeah. McCown and then Kessler are both hurt. Kessler um, apparently is not that bad. He may be able to play this weekend. We have my boy Charlie Whitehurst out there slinging the ball around the yard right now. Yeah, QB <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I absolutely love Charlie Whitehurst. I mean, I know he's not like, you know, a good quarterback, quote-unquote, but uh, <laughs> I, I just love the fact that he got right out there and drove the Browns right down the field. Uh, and actually scored a touchdown. <laughs> and then, cool. But then at the end of the game, he almost like snapped his knee, and then Terrell Pryor had to step in for like the final three downs. Yeah, exactly. It was like, this is just weird. This is not how football should happen, and I feel kind of bad for the Browns. I always feel bad for the Browns, man. I mean, they're so non-threatening, so I can feel bad for them right now. Uh, I mean, 0-5, uh, just no hope, no anything. Carson Wentz looks like a stud, and they could have had him. Um, yeah, he does. I mean, I don't know, man. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, I, I wonder. I, I wonder what they're gonna just kind of do going forward because, like, are you gonna? Are they gonna literally get the first pick and then draft another quarterback? Like, are they gonna go draft Lamar Jackson? It seems like they're gonna have to draft somebody. It won't be Lamar Jackson. It'll be a Kaiser or one of those guys who actually comes from a NFL type system. Uh, I hate that. Oh, let's let's not draft the best college player because it's come from a pro system. Well, why don't you make your system around the players that you have? No, you, I don't know. the NFL, I don't know why the NFL doesn't do something like that. It's because they're old and set in their ways. And they're the no fun league. We've seen this over and over again. I guess that's true. Uh, my jury's in, Greg, uh, and you're not going to be totally surprised by this, and no one is who's listening, but uh, the AFC East is done. It's, <laughs> it's, it's locked up. Jerry's in. So it's already done. Jerry's in. Put a, put a knife in. I right uh, had 406 yards with three touchdowns. Uh, he was throwing the long ball better than he had all of last season, or at least towards the end of last season when the, the injuries started piling up. Um, 
he's got two tight ends right now that look this this two tight end attack is going to be a lot a lot more effective in my opinion than the Hernandez Gronkowski attack because both of these guys uh, Hernandez was was uh, realistically a wide receiver whereas Martellus Bennett is a legitimate tight end so all yeah. of their play action is a pretty real threat now like Legarrette Blunt uh, didn't have a great game last game. Uh, but he still has almost 400 yards of the season right now. Yeah, he's having uh, a pretty solid season so far. You know, once we get, uh, you know, James White's a good third down back, and then once we get Dion Lewis back from injured reserve, he's also going to be another third down back. I mean, it's going to be it, – this team is going to be pretty impossible to stop. <laughs> um, the defense looked better. I mean, granted, it was against the Browns, so I'm not going to put too much stock into it. But the defense did look better. Uh, so I, I don't know, man. I think the AFC East. I mean, I, the the Bills are starting to make a little bit of noise, and I think they could potentially look at a playoff uh, at a wild card. But uh, AFC East done. Lock it up. You know, throw it down. Patriots number one again. Yeah, I guess my whole uh, trying to be different and taking the Jets pick blew up in my face. Yeah. They uh, exactly. they crashed and burned already. Is that already possible to say that they're done? They don't even have a chance. Eric Decker's done for the season. It's uh, it's not good. It's not it's not pretty. The problem uh, is, Greg, in the in the NFL, if you don't have a quarterback, uh, you're not going to go very far. No, I, I've heard that. So yeah, I heard it. It's like um, an old Chinese proverb I've heard somewhere. <laughs> um, okay, so Greg, uh, Jerry's out. What do we still need to see more from, uh, in your opinion here? Um. My pick is basically going to be juries out this week. Will probably be my juries in next week, depending on the outcome. That's so, that's probably that's the way these things go. Greg. It's, a, it's a nice little teaser to throw in there for people to tune in next week to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, my juries out is still going to be on the Falcons' offense. So they killed Denver in Denver. They killed Denver. It was twenty three sixteen. Yeah. Okay, but that's killing Denver's defense because that's not Denver defense normal. So that's why I'm saying that. But now they go into Seattle to face the vaunted Legion of Boom, who actually has looked back to like what they used to be. So if they can take care of business there and put up 20-something points, you know, have that high-flying type offense still look like it, I'll say they're legit. But if they can't do it against them, I'm going to think this week against Denver was a fluke. Yeah, the Atlanta offense is not something that I would question right now. Um, yeah, well, I'm so doing it, James. Well, Do yeah, it. there you go. Um, I think the, the only person in the entire country who's like, oh, I don't know if the uh, Atlanta's offense is You know, good. that's fine, because if I'm right, I'm going to get a job at some company, maybe. Well, there you go. That's uh, super, super specific. For all, um, those, for all those people listening that work at high-profile uh, sports jobs. There you go. Yeah, hit us up. Call me. Falcon Seahawks this week. I thought that the biggest challenge for them was going to be going into Denver, Mile High Stadium, outdoors, in Colorado. Um, you know, I, I thought that that was going to be a little bit more of a challenge. Uh, the Seahawks' defense this year has not been as good as it was in the years past. and hasn't been nearly as good as the uh, Denver defense, but they're still a challenge nonetheless. They're still going to have a pretty good defense. It's still going to be a crazy stadium and environment. It's going to be raining in Seattle. It's going to be... You know, below 60 degrees. I don't really trust dome teams on the road. Yeah, it's a lot of it's factors. Also, it's also reflected in the line, and we'll get to it when we pick the game. Um, my jury's out uh, is the AFC South. 
I just Ooh, don't know what's okay. going on in this division. Uh, I every single you could talk me into legitimately every single one of these teams. You could talk me into the one of three Jaguars right now, who I think I picked to, to win the division. I'm going to talk you into them. They look pretty good. Blake Bortles, good quarterback, young guy, good offense. Exactly. Um, did, I, did I convince you? No, not not really. I mean, you, you started with they look pretty good and they're one of three, so I, I don't think they look that good. But what I mean is, what I mean is just like right now, it feels like five hundred is going to win this division, uh, or even seven and nine could win this division right now. Um, and then you have the Texans, uh, who I, I don't know. I guess the Texans have the best chance to win, but also the Titans have looked good for the last couple of weeks. Mariota is not is uh, is serviceable at quarterback. He's not kind of a superstar like we thought he would be, but I mean, this is only his second year. But realistically, it's been DeMarco Murray. Dude, he's looked uh, like a beast. He, he's been phenomenal. Uh, the Colts can't protect Andrew Luck at all. He got sacked another five times last week. But at the same time, they've got Andrew Luck. So, like, you know, Andrew Luck can Andrew Luck win, in, win in a division that goes 7 and 9, will send the team to the playoffs, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then the Jaguars. The Jaguars have enough talent on both sides of the ball to make some noise. Uh, Gus Bradley. You know, kind of needs to get it together and start winning some games. But if they do, I mean, I, I, again, any one of these teams, Greg, could, could win this could win this division. So jury is hard out on the AFC South right now. I don't really know who to pick. Yeah, no, it's just a it's a whole jumble of uh, things going on right now. So who knows? You're right. That division is such a toss up. But Demarco Murray's just looked phenomenal, and he yeah. could be the difference maker for the Titans down the line. He has been just a, uh, one of the best rushers in football right now. It kind of reminds me of why uh, the Eagles gave him all the money that they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then R. wasted him. R. Yeah, RIP. Um, okay, cool. Uh, that was a good jury. Then jury's out, Greg. As always. We're good. That was good. We could be, we yeah, could yeah. be like in the court system and do this. Exactly. Oh, that'd be so good. Next time, uh, you know, I'll wear some wigs, some powdered <laughs> wigs, uh, a judge's robe. Dude, I, I think it could be a TV segment. Like, if we get our own show, that could be, like, half our show. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so all the show people, hey, uh, show show givers, all you show salesmen, uh, we'll take a show. Yeah. All you minor league hockey guys that are now producing your own TV shows, call us up. Uh, just really quick, um, this is not really – this doesn't really matter at all, Greg, uh, but uh, according to Darren Ravel's Twitter, uh, a mint – Graded Tom Brady rookie card last night on eBay sold for $24,000. That's nuts. So I want to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, let's, okay. let's get our money together. Let's, let's buy another one. I, I would buy a Tom Brady rookie card for $24,000. I'm not shocked. Out. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, okay, let's go into this week. Greg, uh, we have picks this week from uh, a, a really funny podcast, uh, a couple great guys, Tattoo Banana. Yeah. My my guys from Jersey. So uh, why don't we go ahead and have them um, throw out the picks right now, Greg? Uh, here are the picks from the guys over at Tattoo Banana. Bill, Phineas, what's up, man? What's going on, buddy? Nothing, just uh, just kicking it. Nice. What's going on with you? Nothing. So we got a request from our our buddies over at the Sports Stance to pick some NFL games this weekend and give our predictions about who's going to win and um, I think who's going to get doused with what color Gatorade, if that's even a thing in the regular season. And then, yeah, I think you, you have to do that at every game. Is that is a requirement? 
Yeah, I think even if you have like the biggest um, losing streak, like if you lose all your games, probably right. the last game, somebody's getting a, a cooler full of um, Gatorade over their head. Like it it's has gonna to happen. Yeah, no, that's a requirement. Yeah, I like that. All right, so we are the Tattooed Bananas, and we were asked by, like I said, our buddies over at the Sports Stance to give some picks. So I want to run through the games real fast, and I want to see if there's any that jump out to you. I believe we were told to pick three. So okay, we'll, cool. We'll do that. All right, so we'll start with the, the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. We got 49ers at the Bills. Eagles, 49ers. Redskins. <laughs> no, I'm just going to run through the games, and then we're going to pick three to talk about. Oh, okay. All right, All right. you ready? Yeah, I, I like the 49ers. I'm excited. <laughs> well, I was thinking we would pick that game anyway because um, since you're Bill and they're playing the Bills, that would be a good game to kind of dive into. Yeah, no, I think um, Joe Montana's going to knock it out. Oh, yeah, look at that. Maybe, oh, it's Joe Montana versus Jim Kelly this weekend, right? Yeah, I guess that would be it, right? The Battle of the Old Timers? Yeah. Yeah. I always feel Tech bad Mobile. for the... I always feel bad for the Bills after losing all those Super Bowls, right? Yeah, but it's like they got to those bowls. So That's true. There's that. Poor Scott Norwood. Nobody else did. That's a good point. Yeah, they did they did pretty well there. All right. So yeah. you're going you're going 49ers? Yeah. Yeah? Are all you excited way, yeah. about Colin Kaepernick coming back to to play quarterback for them? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Are I you so. now like we've talked about before, you are a sports aficionado. Are you familiar with Colin Kaepernick's uh, public stance right now? Um, yeah, it's like a, a, he's doing like a shoulder length. Um, <laughs> just just a, kind of a narrow base. That's what he's doing now, right? But pretty rigid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you're, so you have no idea why he's in the media as much as he is right now, right? No, what is it? Did he shift it to a different stance? I, <laughs> Changing the weight around a little bit. We'll leave it there. All right. Let's see what else. What's another good game we can pick here? How about... Ooh, how about Jaguars at Bears? Now, the only reason I'm picking this game to talk about is because I would love to see an actual real-life fight between a Jaguar and a Bear. Oh, yeah. Or I would like to see a Jaguar and a Bear get the Island of Dr. Moreau treatment. With like a jaguar body and a bear head. Oh. Or a bear body and a jaguar head. Right? Doesn't that sound great? Yeah. A bearguar. A bearguar. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. A jag bear. There you go. No, bear I like bear. I like bearguar. Bearguar. Because it sounds like you just something that you have to mumble. Yeah, you totally have to. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what do you got? Who's who's your pick? Are you going jaguars or bears? Um. No, they're playing in Chicago. I don't know if that's going to make that much of a difference, you know, from from the Jaguars coming from Florida going up to to Illinois. Do you think that matters? Is this the? I don't think it's cold enough yet. No, if, that's if true. It's going to be a difference. It's probably like going to be a nice day. Yeah, probably like in December. That's a tougher game for the Jaguars because yeah, they're a warm tough. weather animal, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Jaguars are yeah southern. Yes. But you know what's weird is that the bears should be hibernating at that point. Like they're not even awake. Like how are they supposed to play a good football game if they're asleep in a cave? Well, have you ever seen how the bears play? That's kind of like how it is. Oh, that's true. They usually come out pretty good. And then they're just like, then they go to sleep. We're going to go hibernate. 
<laughs> See you next year, guys. <laughs> All right, so what's your pick? Jaguars, Bears. What do you got? Jaguars. I'm a cat guy. All right, I like it. Okay, and we'll pick one more game. How about, ooh, the Battle of the Birds. Falcons at Seahawks. Atlanta traveling all the way to Seattle. Matt Ryan's having a fantastic year so far. People are talking about him as being an MVP candidate. Seahawks have a hobbled Russell Wilson, but he played fairly well against the Jets, but everybody does. So, Yeah, this year. Yeah, it's been tough. It has been tough, us being Jet fans. So that's why I definitely didn't want to pick the Jets-Cardinals game this week because... I just didn't want to talk about it. All right, so what's yeah, well, your pick? Well, it's totally the Cardinals. So yeah, yeah. Right. Hopefully, it's not a prime time game. No, luckily it's just Monday night at eight thirty. Oh, really? Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> so that's, that's one that should just slide by because I think everybody's going to be watching Dancing with the Stars, so we should be fine. I don't know. Is it a good a good cast this year? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's a big fan. But we're getting off track. All right, so Battle of the Birds. We got Falcons, Seahawks. What do you think? I just don't like the Seahawks. No? No. You're not a fan? No, I like the um, I like Atlanta. Yeah? Yeah, I think they're going to take it to the house. Okay. All right. You know what? Let's, let's do this. Go in but... there and disrupt the nest, if you know what I mean. Ooh, I like it. I like it. They're going to go in there and poop in their nest? Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. They're going to just ransack it. All right, so let's do this. Since this is our final game we're picking, give me a score. What do you think? Thirty-two twenty-seven. Ooh, I like it. Okay. All right, there you have it. So we have our picks for the week. Uh, thanks again to the Sports Dance guys for for having us pick some games. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll get on and do this again. So. All right. Thanks, Bill, for your football knowledge. Yeah, you're welcome. It was great. <laughs> love uh, love talking sports. <laughs> of course, you always do. a pleasure. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, there we go. That was good stuff, Bill Phineas. I like such, this. I like such a good name. Names I want them to do some more picks. Um, you know, some people use logic. Some people uh, use statistics. Uh, you know, watch the games and try to figure out the, the edge. And, and those guys uh, didn't do any of that. And no, it was, the best, it was one of the best picks that we uh, pick segments that we've done so far. So good job, guys. I, I'm a big fan of the Bearguire. Uh, I think that was yeah. that was a good call. I'm surprised we haven't changed our podcast name to Bearguire. Uh, I'm, um, I'm, it's a toss-up between that and Jagbear, but I think Bearguire was the better choice. Yeah, exactly. I agree with them. Okay. Um, all right. Picks this week, Greg. Um, tonight, we have Broncos Chargers, which we're not going to pick, but I'm excited for that. Um, we have a few games that uh, I think you sent over to me, and we start off with the 1 p.m. slate. Uh, Eagles going to Philadelphia. Uh, to FedEx Field in uh, in Landover to play the Redskins. Philadelphia is favored by two and a half points over the Redskins. Uh, this is a, a NFC East battle. Redskins are three and two. Eagles are three and one. Greg, do you, is your boy Wentz going to go in to FedEx Field and uh, and right the ship against the Redskins, or do you think the Redskins uh, take back a little momentum and even up the division series here? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Eagles right their ship and, you know, just notch another one for their division. 
Wentz has looked good. He's been consistent. I'm not going to take last week after they they showed a lot of heart last week coming back down. They were down 21 to like three. They stormed back, almost pulled it out at the end. Their defense looked much better in the second half. I think their bye week that early threw them off. Uh, but you know, Washington hasn't done anything that's impressed me, surprised me. Like none of that. How they have two wins, I don't even know. Josh Norman, I think this year has been like a joke of a defender. They got three wins. <laughs> what? Yeah, skins are three and two, though. Dude. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know how they even see. I don't even know how they had two wins, let alone three. Like they're just not that impressive of a team to me. So I think the Eagles take them down. I think they improve to four and one and get the Redskins back down to five hundred. Uh, I hear you, Greg. I hear you. But uh, what I'm going to actually tell you right now is uh, I think the Redskins are pulling it out, though. I think the Redskins win this game. Um, they lost to the Steelers and they lost to the Cowboys, uh, who are, are are two really good teams. You know, uh, the Steelers and the Cowboys, I think, are in the top five in the NFL. Um, they beat the Giants, they beat the Browns, and they beat the Ravens. Um, so I think that the uh, the Redskins are kind of on a roll right now. Kirk Cousins has looked a little bit better. Uh, I realize that that was a pretty low bar he set for himself early in the beginning of the season. Pretty pretty low. Um, but you know, I, I think that uh, you know Matt Jones has kind of turned on as well. I think this offense is sort of figuring itself out. The defense leaves a little bit little bit to be desired right now, but uh, the offense is going to figure itself out. Wentz has a tough test going to a division opponent on the road, so I'm picking the Redskins in this game. I don't envision a scenario where the Eagles are going to go four and one and look like a total juggernaut. I just don't think they're there yet. Fine, you you don't believe that, but I have to. I need to don't, for my own don't sake. Get, don't get angry. Um, all right, uh, another. That was basically the only one PM game we picked. Greg, the one PM games are not very good. No, most of the games this week are not good. There's three games that feature teams over five hundred. Yeah. To put it simply. We're not going to pick this game because we both would pick the same person or the same team. But Bengals at Patriots is a compelling game, um, just because the Bengals used to be good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Bengals from years past. Outside of that, there's just not a lot of good one o'clock games. I mean, Forty no. ers Bills garbage, Browns Titans garbage, Ravens Giants. That's gonna be a slog. That's gonna be like a that's gonna be like literally like a fourteen to sixteen game, and there's gonna be a lot of punts. It's gonna be us. so boring. That game's um, going to make you pull your hair out. Panthers-Saints seems sort of interesting, but both teams look like they're kind of dead. Especially uh, the Panthers, Jack, man. What what happened? I don't know. That, that's pretty brutal. That's the one that I, I can't really fully figure out. Did we pick that game last week? I thought we picked that game last week. Um, no, I don't remember. No, I don't think we did. I think it was because it was Tampa Bay versus Panthers. We were not picking that. Yeah, it was 1-3 versus 1-3, I think. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um... Yeah, really I don't crappy Panthers this year. I mean, obviously, Derek. Uh, the fact that they're playing Derek Anderson over over Cam Newton right now hurts. Um, but man, they just have not looked that good. No, not at all. It's been pretty bad. All right. Well, anyway, let's jump up. Let's jump over to the four o'clock games because that's when kind of the interesting uh, the interesting matchups start. Um, Chiefs at Raiders. Uh, another in division game. I think this is a big week for for division division games. It uh, is. Maybe I'm wrong here. Um, four oh five start. Chiefs two and two. Raiders four and one. The line's even, Greg. The Chiefs are going on the road to Oakland. 
against the four and one Raiders, and the line is even. I don't understand that. Why is the line even? Shouldn't the Raiders be favored by at least three points? They should, um, but I think it's just because of how they've had to come back in so many fourth quarters that nobody trusts them right now. Yeah, but the the Chiefs got stomped last week. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. What, I to don't tell know. You. what are, what are we? What am I missing here? What am I seeing from the from the? I mean, like, I, and I'm a Chiefs. I mean, you're missing a lot, James, in general, but football wise, I'm not Chiefs, sure. The Chiefs had a bye week last week. I'm sorry. Last time we saw the Chiefs was uh, last time we saw the Chiefs was they're they're getting stomped by the Steelers. Yeah, no, it's still but, fresh in our memories how bad they got crushed. I guess that's why they have a bye week, so they're just coming in here, and, and I just don't understand what this line's even. But anyway. Um, all right, Greg. So, Chiefs and Raiders. Uh, who do you think pulls this out? Do you think that uh, coming off the bye week, Alex Smith and company uh, put up a win against the Raiders on the road, or do you think that Derek Carr continues his dominance? I'm gonna go with. I still believe in the Raiders. I mean, just because they have come back from so many games down so far this year, it just seems like it's that type of year for them. That it doesn't really matter what the score is, what the odds are. They're going to pull it out some way, somehow. You saw last week, I saw the end of the San Diego game where San Diego blew another fourth quarter. They fumbled a punt to tie the game. They It was just horrible, and the Raiders won. So I'm just going to keep going with that. Chiefs have been up and down all year, it seems. I'm going to go with the team that's pulled out all the tough wins. Derek Carr has looked really good still. Him and Crabtree will be good one week, and then him and Amari Cooper the next. So... As long as there's one of them going, he seems to be rolling fine. Yeah, I'm also going to pick the Raiders here. I picked the Chiefs the last time. Uh, it was when they played the, uh, the Steelers, and that was a bad, bad mistake. Uh, and the, and the, not saying that they're incomparable, but the Raiders do have a pretty intense high-flying offense. Big plays, um, long throws, similar to uh, what kind of torched the Chiefs against the Steelers. Uh, the one thing that the, Steel- that the Raiders don't have is they don't have that rusher. Um, that, you know, uh, that Pittsburgh had, like in Le'Veon Bell. Uh, but I still think that the Raiders are going to pull this one out in the Coliseum. Um, Raiders over Chiefs. Uh, next game on the schedule, the five, uh, the 425 game, Falcons at Seahawks. Um, Falcons are 4-1, and one, Seahawks are 3-1. and one. Vegas does not believe in the, in, the, uh, in the Falcons, Greg. They're kind of in the same boat as you right now because the Seahawks are favored by 6.5 points. Wow. Um, in Seattle. Wow, that's the, a lot. Over the 4-1 and one Falcons. Um, that's a lot of points. That is very high up there. So uh, I guess uh, I guess they're not seeing anything. <laughs> they're not seeing what impressed them about the, about the Seahawks either. The dirty little secret about the Falcons, Greg, is that the defense is better uh, over the last two weeks than it was to start the season. But do you think that Matty Ice goes into CenturyLink Field and throws the ball over the yard again, or do you think the Seahawks' defense and Russell Wilson uh, can uh, sneak one and win here against the Falcons. Well, I want my week to be easy next week or, you know, two weeks when we do juries in, juries out. So I'm going to go with the Falcons win just because I want my life to be a little easier. Uh, Offensively, you know, I think Falcons get at least 20 points. And defensively, Seattle hasn't looked that great offensively. So defensively, I think Vic Beasley gets a few sacks on Russell, you know, holds him down to maybe 14 points. Somewhere around there, so I may not believe that much in the offense yet. But after this weekend, I plan on believing in them a lot, and they're going to take that NFC South crown. I'm pretty sure this year. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. Um, I think that the Seahawks at home, coming off a bye, 
uh, is probably the reason why that Vegas has this line to where where it's at six and a half. Um, right before the bye, you know, Russell Wilson was really starting to get in in a groove with Jimmy Graham, which we've been waiting like a year and a half to see. <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. And, and it kind of seems like they finally have some stability at the running back position. Christine Michaels has kind of cemented himself as the number one there. Um, so I, I realize that you know Julio Jones and Matt Ryan are going to come in and kind of try to put some points up right now. But I think the Seahawks, especially giving that one more week for Russell Wilson's ankle to, to uh, kind of get there, um, are going to take this one at home against the Falcons. I'm a big home team guy. I don't know why. It's, it's all right. Um, some people are homers. Some people just like to go with their gut. I'm a homer, man. Um, Cowboys-Packers. Uh, in Lambeau. Four and one Cowboys against three and one Packers. Green Bay is favored by four and a half points. These lines are a little weird to me this week, Greg. I mean, yeah. like I said, uh, these are these are good teams. Four and one teams who are either underdogs or you know even in some of these some of these lines. So I don't totally get it. Um, but do you think the Dak attack continues in Lambeau, Greg, or do you think that Aaron Rodgers uh, kind of puts a little doubt into the Cowboys' mind as to whether Prescott is the guy? I think it's going to be a nice, fun shootout for everybody. But I think in Lambeau, I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers just because he understands what it's like to play there. I think Dak might get a little swept up as a rookie. Being in Lambeau, it's kind of one of those historic stadiums. It's like when guys come to Fenway Park in baseball for the first time. It's it's a little different feeling than normal. And I think he gets swept up a little bit. I think he has a slight down week, maybe throws his first uh, interception of the year. Hopefully before he breaks Brady's record for, you know, all Patriot fans' sake, so they can still say Brady's the best. And uh yeah, I'm just I mean, Packers are gonna do what they normally do, put up points, play iffy defense, but I think Dallas is the same thing and Aaron Rodgers just works that magic. Uh I'm picking the Cowboys here. I'm not no, surprised. You love Dak Prescott. Sometimes he's going to get on the bandwagon, man. Sometimes he's the bandwagon. I'm the conductor of this bandwagon. Dak Prescott is my guy. Um, I I just think that the Packers are, are kind of a deceiving 3-1 right now. Uh, the Packers have had two games they've looked good um, out of the four. Um, so I think they really should be like a 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Even last week against the Giants, the Giants basically gave him that game. I realized that Aaron Rodgers threw a couple touchdowns, and, uh, you know, his stat line is going to look pretty good. But he's only at 50% completion for that game, 51% completion percentage for that game. And he's still doing that thing where I think I told, I talked to you about this before a couple weeks ago, where, like, his his statistics are are down this year and the last couple years um, just because he's kind of still doing, like, he's so good that he's kind of doing like a backyard football thing where, you know, he'll run and scramble in the pocket, and then when he finds somebody, instead of setting himself, uh, he'll kind of he'll kind of whip it off his back foot, you know, kind of like chucking the ball around the yard sort of thing, like gunslinger style, which is fun to watch, but like sometimes he'll just miss wide open guys. And I think when the, when the Cowboys have such an efficient ground-and-pound uh, offense going, uh, you, you can't give up plays the way that Green Bay was giving up plays last week against against New York. Um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott's going to run all over this crap new Packers defense. Um, and I just see that, I think that Dak is just, he's got something special, man. I mean, when you see something special happening, you got to kind of hop on. Yeah, so no, I understand Packers. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I do have to make a point about how you said about Rodgers and all his throws and everything. 
Yeah. I think it's just something, if you're a Packer quarterback for a certain amount of years, you slowly just start to form into a backyard quarterback. So Favre, that was like his thing. Whoever was there before him, I'm going to put money on that that was their thing. I think it's just pack away. You just turn into backyard quarterbacks. I guess, man, but Favre was always kind of like that. And Rodgers was so efficient and so freakishly good that it's just a little disheartening now to see kind of like, and I realize that he doesn't have as much around him in terms uh, yeah. of talent. That's years of offensive line sucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, even, like, it'd be, like, little throws. Like, I don't know, when there's nobody around him, but he, like, throws off his back foot still because he can just kind of whip it around. He's got such good arm strength. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think that the Packers, I think they, um, the Cowboys are going to win that game. Um, okay, last game. Uh, it's going to be the Sunday night game. Uh, Colts-Texans. Prime time. There you go, NBC. There's oh, your yeah. prime time game. That's the Colts, game I want to see. Uh, AFC South matchup. This is kind of playing into the reason why I picked this game is because my jury's out, Greg. Um, I kind of want to see what goes on in this game. Houston's favored by three points. They're at home. Um, Colts are two and three. Texans are three and two. Um, the Colts have yet to win an away game, and the Texans have yet to win lose a home game. So, Greg, do you think that is going to continue, or do you think that Luck and the Colts are going to finally pull one out and win one in Houston? Uh, after what I saw Luck and them do last week, I have faith in them that they can take it into Texas and, you know, take down the Texans. Him and T.Y. Hilton had a really good connection going last week to put up monster numbers together. Uh, Frank Gore, as long as he can get some running space, does a decent job. And I just think Brock Osweiler, I still don't have that much faith in him. He looked good week one, week two, kind of, but he has not looked that good since. And uh, therefore, I think Luck is going to, you know, maybe reestablish himself as a pretty good quarterback. Everybody says he is, but he hasn't played like one lately. And I think he kind of, this is his game where he shows everybody, hey, I'm back. I'm healthy. Let's uh, let's do this. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Texans here, Greg. Um, the Colts last week gave up five sacks to the Bears. So I think that there's going to be a, an issue when they're playing a team with a legitimate pass rush. I realize there's no J.J. Watt. But uh, I think between Vince Wilfork and Jadavion Clowney, uh, this offensive line is just going to uh, really struggle uh, against uh, you know Houston here. Um, I would not be surprised if either of these teams won, and I would stay away from this game if I was a gambler or if I just wanted to watch competent football. Um, but if I had to go with my gut, I would say that uh, the Texans are going to win. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of contrarian picks this week, Greg. We do. This is, a, this is an interesting week. It is. Um, it's a, kind a of a toss-up. It's not a lot of great games, but it feels like a lot of fates are going to get decided right now. So mark down week six, folks, as a week that a lot of fates might get decided here. I mean, it's just um, sad. There's so many one in four teams. It's not. Have you found that the, that the overall level of play has really kind of deteriorated the last couple of years, especially this year. It's just been bad football. And it just seems so bad. I don't know what it is. It's just like, maybe it's because the NFL is taking the fun out of everything and they fine you for every little thing now and players are just tired of it so they're not trying as hard. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. And like, this is not even me trying to be, uh, it's not, not even me trying to be like, you know, snotty and pretentious, Yeah, even though it's going to come across this way pretty hard. Because you are. But I... I literally, like, the Patriots have actually ruined some of these games. Because the Patriots are so good. And you can reasonably expect them to score on more drives than not. 
And that's just not the case for the majority of the NFL right no, now. No, it's not. It's, it drives me nuts, too, because I'm like, why the hell can't every, anybody else be as efficient? What are the Patriots doing that is so unique that efficiency-wise, nobody else can equal it? I think the one thing that I don't take into account enough when I'm picking these games is good coaching. You know? Like, if I'm going into a Colts-Texans game, neither of them are well-coached. Never mind. But, um, okay, so if I'm going to a Chiefs-Raiders game right now, I mean, do I trust Andy Reid more than I trust Jack Del Rio? I don't know. Yeah, it's all 50-50s. It's all 50-50s. There's no good, like, literally there's only like three or four coaches with a legitimate advantage in this league, and I think that they uh, Patriots have one of them. Yeah, I I sadly have to agree with that, even though it hurts me physically. Yeah, well. um, Okay, uh, that was the NFL. We went a little longer from the NFL because we don't have a lot else to talk about, except Greg. Except for the MLB playoffs, man. Yeah. Uh, the MLB playoffs are, are kind of right in the swing of things right now. This is exciting. It's been good. Uh, I've had fun watching, except for it's uh, been a good playoffs. Except yeah, for the AL side. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and pull it out. But even the AL side has been exciting. They've been exciting games. Yeah. Um, that's the thing that's kind of cool about this MLB. When you have the we have good teams in the playoffs, uh, the MLB is a lot of fun to watch. You know, I mean, I realize the Royal. If we have any listeners from Kansas City, apologies, but uh, you know, some of these some of these Royals teams haven't been as compelling uh, over the last you know couple of years. Um, but this year, we've got some really good teams in there, and and it's making these games really compelling. Um, where do you want to start? Even you want to start? Uh, let's start on the AL side because it's all yeah. set. And ready yeah, to go. let's just, let's just get that out of the way and are crying over with. Two sweeps, uh, Blue Jays over Rangers, and Indians over Red Sox. Uh, yeah, that was, that was brutal, man. Um, let's talk about the Blue Jays first and foremost. This is a power team, Greg. Yeah. Uh, this is basically just dingers on dingers on dingers on dingers. Um, was it 10 home runs? Something like that, it yeah. It was 10 home runs in three games? That's nuts. What do you think? Do you think that this is kind of sustainable? Do you think that like that uh, you think that Dinger season will, will kind of uh, you know keep them going against the Indians here? Uh, I think so, mainly because I don't. I, I actually don't think they're going to win the ALCS, but that's just my own personal opinion. I'd rather see Cleveland at this point, but I think Dinger season will play a part. I think that'll help them win a few games. I mean, Kluber is the only big ace for Cleveland, and the other guys are basically. Strike pitchers, so if you know that going in, first strike hitters are just going to tee off when they can. And, I mean, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I think both sides bring something interesting. Both sides, top offensive teams in the AL side. Both can hit home runs. Uh, Cleveland can run the bases and steal. So it should be an interesting series overall. Yeah, I... uh... I don't think that the dingers are going to continue. I mean, I, I think that um, the thing about the Blue Jays was they, they had a big, big boost from that wild card game. It was really exciting. It was a big emotional win. Um, and now they've had a few days to kind of sit on it and think about it. Yeah. Uh, baseball is such a uh, – it's, it's such a momentum game. It's such an emotional game. You it's a consistency into, game. What's that? It's a game of consistency. If you're not doing something repetitively over and over again, like playing yeah. a game, it can mess everything up. It's so streaky, and if you have a good streak or a bad streak, a little bit of time, even if it's just a couple days, uh, will sometimes kind of mess that up. Um, especially because uh, Cleveland, even though they don't have a ton of you know ages, 
um, you know, Bauer and uh, even that kid Tomlin who pitched against us um, in, in game three looked really good. Yeah, he was, uh, he was consistent. We're going to see what happens. Cleveland bats came alive, and I think that that's going to be kind of interesting. Um, Francisco Lindor, man. I mean, that kid's a star. Yeah. Yeah, I lost that bet. About, yeah, we can kind of talk about the uh, – we can't talk about the Cleveland Red Sox series, but, man, Francisco Lindor, I mean, every single time the, the guy came up, I mean, it, it was unbelievable. He was just kind of – he's hitting the ball all over the yard. Uh, he could steal everything. He could make every play at shortstop. Um, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, definitely – Definitely impressive. I lost the bet to the Curse podcast that I made with him, so Lindor had to be my profile pick for Twitter for a bit. But the guy's just flat out. He can he can play defense. He can hit. He can he can do it all. Yeah. So get on you, Cleveland, for finding one of those guys. Yeah. Um. So predictions for the series, Greg. I don't think that we had either of these teams in the uh, in the actual uh, in our <laughs> no. predictions when we, uh, when we made them a long time ago. So what do you think is going to happen? We have Blue Jays, Indians. You're going Indians. I'm going to go Indians in six. I'm going to go four two Indians. I think I'm going to pick. Um, I have to redeem myself a little bit. I picked uh, Josh Donaldson to win the AL MVP. So I think you got to ride that a little bit. I'm going to go Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays in seven. I think it's going to be a, a pretty hard-fought game. I'm going to go uh, Toronto. Uh, win one for the six. Drake will be all over this on Instagram. He'll be at every game. We do have another game tonight in the uh, divisional series. Dodgers versus uh, the Nationals. Uh, series tied 2-2. Two to two. Um, Rich Hill versus Max Scherzer on the mounds tonight for the for the Dodgers and for the Nationals. Um, what do you think is going to happen here, Greg? This has been a pretty hard-fought series, too, clawing and scratching and everything. Uh, I think what's going to happen is I think Scherzer is going to have an ace-like performance. He uh, is one of the guys favorite for the Cy Young. There's a few, but he's one of the people in talks, at least. So I think he has a Cy Young-type performance, 10-plus Ks. Uh, I'm thinking Nationals win. Probably like 4-2, 4-1. I think they're going to put up a few runs at least. And move on to face uh, the Chicago Cubbies in the NLCS. Yeah, the, Ch- the Chicago uh, the Chicago dynasties right now. I mean, look at this team. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going I'm to also go with uh, the Nationals here. I think it's going to be Nationals-Cubs uh, in, the AL- in the NLCS. And I think that the Cubs just kind of have like I don't want to I don't know I don't I don't want to like be too <laughs> I don't want to like talk too much in terms of like hyperbole or exaggeration. Team of like, destiny, you don't want to say team of destiny. I just don't think that anyone's going to beat these Cubs right now. I mean, the closest thing that they could do, like the Giants threw out exactly what you'd want to do to beat the Cubs, and they still won. Like this this offense is just too good. They've got great pitching to supplement it. I just can't envision a scenario where the Cubs are going to lose. Um, so I would also, uh, I'm going to pick the Nationals, but I think it's going to be Cubs versus Blue Jays in the World Series. Uh, and it's going to be an interesting series. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting series. Uh, give me your thoughts on uh, what you think is going to happen in the NLCS. Who do you have going, Nationals or Dodgers? Uh, I have Nationals and Cubs. Oh, okay. No, not Nationals and Dodgers. That was dumb. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I have Nationals and Cubs. 
Um, I think that I, I, I think that it's probably going to be Cubs in five. Ooh, Cubs in five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see them sneaking a game in, uh, in DC with Scherzer or something like that. Um, but Harper has been, uh, you know, MIA. Um, I just don't really see the Nationals having enough firepower. I mean, they can barely get through, you know, the Dodgers, uh, who have a decent offense, but uh, they're about to get shelled by Chicago once they face them uh, in the next series. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, it's going to be Cleveland. I think it's going to be Cubbies. I don't think uh, the Nationals or the Dodgers have what it takes to really go against those guys. We saw the magic of that ninth inning comeback to clinch it. Chapman's just amazing in that bullpen. He, he, Chapman, I've, I've never seen someone throw the ball like that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest with you. Like, when I was watching Chapman throw, like, I just, the catcher was, like, literally, like, getting pushed back by how fast that this ball was. Like, it, it looked like it legitimately hurt his hand. Uh, Chapman is, like, a, a weapon. Uh, and the Cubs must be pretty happy to have him. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I, I just don't know how he does it, especially just because he seems... So thin, you were like, where's that power even coming from? I guess he has the height, but it's just yeah. nuts. Um, okay, well, it's going to be a, lot, a really fun uh, end of October and even into November. Um, it's going to be pretty cool, man. What we should do is, since we are Red Sox fans, what are your thoughts on David Ortiz? Finally done. Has it hit you yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I think this was... Uh, I, I kind of had made peace with it a long time ago, so I, I'm not as emotional as some people might have been. I saw it was really, uh, it was, you know, very nice that uh, he, he had that moment uh, at Fenway. I wish that we had gone out on a better note there. Um, but, you know, the good news is that we're in pretty good uh, pretty good hands going forward, you know. You've got, that's Bradley, um, Bogarts, uh, you have... Uh, Yohan Mancata coming up, Ben Intendi, uh, you still have Pedroia. I mean, this is going to be a really good team going forward. And I think that uh, even even Ramirez, too, you've got a lot of really great pieces in place to make a, make a play next year. Um, yeah. I think, again, starting pitching is always going to be our thing. We need to get more pitching. But if we do, I think that this team has a chance to make another run next year. No, they definitely do. Uh, it hurts my heart to see him go. That walking onto the mound afterwards I thought was pretty cool. Uh, in general, I mean, he's big poppy, man. It's just going to be weird seeing him not on the field next year and being in that lineup. It's just odd. But I did find it very respectable, the fact he waited for the Cleveland Indians to kind of get off the field before he came back out. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't him for that. I mean, I heard it took somebody actually coming back in being like, hey, people haven't left yet. You need to come out to kind of get yeah. him to be like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so well, I mean, we... That's like we cool. Owe, it's like movie-type scenario. <laughs> yeah, we owe the guy, so... Yeah. Um, no, that's baseball. I mean, that's that's going to... Here's a huge part, so it's going to be really sad to see him go. Um, okay, let's get into then college football to finish this off, Greg. Uh, we have some exciting games coming up this week. We do. Uh, a lot of big in-division games. Um, what are you excited about to take a look at this week uh, on Saturday? Uh, this week, the two biggest matchups, the only ones that people are going to really care about to watch that only want to see big games that may not have a team, or if they do, team might not be great. Like, Notre Dame sucks this year, so that's not been fun. 
I don't care about them playing Stanford now because they're horrible. But uh, Ohio State versus Wisco is going to be a good matchup this week, along with Tennessee versus Bama. It's two top ten games. And both can basically decide who's going to come out of the SEC and who's going to come out of the uh, Big Ten. Yeah, let's see what happens. Um, Ohio State is favored by 10 points on the road against Wisconsin, so that'll be kind of interesting. Um, and then Bama is obviously favored by 13 in Tennessee. Um, yeah, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm, uh, I, you know, I think that I have a boring prediction, but I think that Alabama is just going to win. Yeah, I know. It's the same prediction I have. It's just, I want to see somebody take out Bama. I just, I I don't like Bama. Yeah, the the thing about uh, Bama is that they have have a quarterback this year. Yeah. Imagine, (laughs) they they didn't have a quarterback before. Uh, Yeah, they've always somehow won with, like, average guys. Yeah, they, they won with, you know, running the ball and, and having, like, a, you know, a historic defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, that uh, yeah. they literally have, uh, you know, now they're, like, a full, well-rounded team. Like, Jalen Hurts is legit, <laughs> you know? I yeah. mean, he's only... He, lo- he looks pretty pretty damn good uh, running back there, and he can run it a bit, he can throw it, he has the accuracy, he has yeah. the awareness, which, you know, it's just... He's got everything you basically want, and he's only a freshman. Yeah. I mean, 63% completion rate, uh, nine touchdowns to two interceptions, and it's in six games. Um, that's that's good. Yeah, I would take that. Yeah, so uh, good good matchup this week. Um, look for Alabama to continue to stomp on all the competition. I think Ohio uh, State will follow suit also. Sorry, Wisconsin. You'll give a fight, but I think eventually they blow the doors off them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be an interesting football playoff, so I'd like to see more of that. Do you see some of the games last week that had to deal with the Hurricanes? No. Oh, it was crazy. Uh, I saw, so I didn't get to see the Notre Dame game, and I looked at the stat lines because I was like, how bad could this be that like they lost 10-3? to yeah. It was like their offense is better than this. I looked, the quarterback was 9 of 28 for Notre Dame, and then NC State was like 7 of like, 20-something, and I was like, how are these guys not able to throw a ball? And it was like for 50 yards and 20-something yards only. And then I looked up the stats and everything, uh, the story, and they were like, basically they played on uh, hurricane winds and all this stuff, so the ball is literally just like, you throw it, and it would just like, go off course. Jeez. And it's already college football, so it's yeah. not exactly like the, the, the most talented pastors out there sometimes. Yeah. And I'm sure Miami would love to, you know, blame... Uh, Hurricane weather for the loss against FSU, but that's just not the case, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, good, good. Um, all right. That's it for college football. Greg, anything else? I know you want to touch on something before we head out. Yeah. Uh, apparently hockey started last night, so that's a thing. I tweeted out saying I wish preseason basketball and hockey would be over, and somebody quickly corrected me saying, uh, no, no, no. Hockey started tonight, and I was like, oh, well, it shows how much I care about hockey. Um so the season started last night. Big news out of that was we have a new record. Austin Matthews of the Maple Leafs made his NHL debut and scored four goals in it. That's just impressive. That is, that's amazing, man. I mean, out of all the uh, out of all the debuts, and there was such there was such hype surrounding this kid coming into it, um, coming into this game. 
Uh, he's an American kid uh, coming in, and, you know, playing for the Maple Leafs. It all is kind of just like, you know, has, has the makings for, you know, big hype. Let's see what he can do. And he comes out and scores four goals. And not even just like four, like, lame, like, just kind of sitting in front of the net goals. I think that was his first one, was he's kind of sitting in front of the net. But then he had a couple of, like, legitimate, like, nice looking. Would, would dangle, would, would steal, would, uh, like, weird angles. I mean, this kid's going to be good. Yeah, no, he uh, looks promising, and America hockey looks like they actually might have a star on their hands. So cherish it when you can, man. <laughs> uh, Austin Matthews, something to keep an eye out. Bruins start tonight, so that was uh, that's kind of what I care about, man. I think Bruins the Devils start tonight, tonight, so I'll get a notification of when their game finishes because that's about <laughs> exactly as close as I follow hockey for the most part, that's to be honest. That's what my phone's set up for. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it's for. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Um, Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? I don't, I don't think there's too much else. Uh, Greg Hardy's going to try to fight in the MMA. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't even want to touch that. Exactly. Um, all right, look out for the next couple weeks because we, we will be recording some sort of NBA um, uh, preview pod. Maybe next week we'll do it. This going forward. Uh, maybe next week we can go kind of conference by conference and see what happens. Uh, you know, maybe do one conference next week. Uh, and then the week after, we can do another conference, something like that. We'll figure it out. We'll do. We'll, um, we'll either do uh, two separate episodes where one's focused on the multiple sports and one's basketball, or we'll figure out how to cut down some of our other talk. But probably going to be two separate ones, maybe a shorter basketball one. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, from everyone here at the sports stands, from all of the audio technicians who have worked on this call. Um, from all the people who were here behind us, uh, from the massage therapist that we hired uh, to rub my back while we were doing this. Um, Appreciate thank it, you. Olga. The full sports dance uh, team loves you and thanks you. And uh, we will see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Thanks again, everybody, that's been a part of this.